Okay. Shkayach. Uh, wasn't sure how many seats to prepare. But, uh, we hope it should be marvelous. Uh, Solomon to raise the measures for this year. Um, I'm going to ask everybody to open a chumash. I want to just start with a few duke and a psukim. But after that, uh, you won't have to use it anymore if you don't want to. <coughs> so it's... Uh, Perik Zion, Pasuk Yud Zion. Perik Zion, Pasuk Yud Zion. By Shlishi. So we're discussing the beginning of the Mabel. They, they all went into the Tevon. Pasuk says, Vayihi HaMabel Arboim Yoyim Ala Oretz. So there was a lot of rain, 40 days. Vayirbu HaMayim. There was a lot of water. It lifted up the teva. And the teva lifted off the ground. Some say that first it was like jittery, you know, partly off and partly on, and then that Torah lifted off the ground. Oh, the water got very strong. And increased tremendously on the ground. Then the teva started traveling on the face of the water. Oh, now even stronger. And it covered all the mountains. How much did it cover? What I'd like to talk about is Gvura. We speak about Gvuras Geshamim, Gvuras Mayim. There's a lot of words over here, Gvura, and they seem quite unclear as what the Gvura is doing. Um, so let's just go back now and look at each one. The first Bazik said, didn't say anything about Gura. The first Bazik says, Vayirbu Hamayim, and it lifted up the Teva. Normal. Once you had started having, you know, place for a bunch of feet of water, Rashi said, 11 Amis into the water. But once the water increased, it lifted up the Teva. Then it says, Vayigburu Hamayim. Vayirbu Ma'id al Oretz. Vatelech It started moving. It started traveling. I wouldn't have said this has anything to do with Gvuras Mayim. I mean, you have, you have a, a big body of water. If there's any amount of current or whatever it is, it'll probably move a boat. What's the Gvura that we find over here with the water that made the Teva move? Okay, you could say that it was a strong current, but it sounds like Rashi says, The water became strong on its own. It's very unclear what that means. Potugu test. No, now we get to the real strength. Vahamayim govru me'oid ma'oid. Very, very mighty. Al-Horetz. You know how mighty the water was? It covered the mountains. That sounds ridiculous. That has nothing to do with strength. If you have a lot of water, it'll cover whatever's around it. That has to do with vayirbu me'oid ma'oid until it covered the mountains. Not vayigburu. Why does it say that this was a tremendous gevura? Hamayim gavru ma'oid ma'oid al and it covered the mountains. Next pasuk. Chamesh esrei amo milamala gavru hamayim. What's with this gavru? Vayechusu alor. So what are all these lashonos of gavru? That's what I'd like to discuss, and we'll go into it. I did not come up with a, a, a catchy title yet for the shir, so we didn't advertise the title. But we're going to talk about the union of gavru. There's a medrash right off the bat 
as a, a little on a tangent. A tangent. The Medrash says, four times you find the Lashen Gavru over here. Four Lashenis of Gvura. This is a remiss to the four times that Kaddish Baruch used Midas Hadin Begvura, referring to the Arba Galias, the four times the Kaisa went into Galus. It was with the Gvura Hashem, Midas Hadin, and it's referring to the four Galias. But I want to understand a little bit over here in chat what is this Gvura Samayim. I'll tell you what I think, and then we'll try to build up on it. There's another question that right over here in the beginning of the story, it says that everybody came in. Um, finally, finally, Pasik Chav Dalid. So it's the end of the paragraph. Pasik Chav Dalid. It says again, And then it says, Hashem remembered Noyach. Right before this last Gvura Samayim, the Pasik Chav Gimel said, There was only left over Noyach and those that were with him in the Teva. Ach, Noyach, just Noyach. Okay, just Noyach. Says Rashi, we all know Ach is coming to be reminded something. So Rashi says a few Madrashim. So Rashi, Pasha Pshad is Levan Noyach. It was just Noyach. Noyach and his family. Second Pshad is Medrash Agoda, Goyneach Vekoyen. He was barely a man anymore. He was just barely Noyach. You know, he was a shadow of a man from all the efforts that he put in. Vyeshoyman says Rashi, Sheikham and Zainis Lari. He delayed one time giving the food to the Ari, the Ikisha, it hit him, it bounced on him, and that's why it says, Hain Tzadik Baruch Yishulam, is there a Tzadik in the world that's perfect? No one's perfect. He messed up once, and therefore he came out maimed somewhat, and that's Achnoyach. So we have three Pshatim. Simple Pshat. Achnoyach. Not so simple Pshat. <laughs> he was just barely Noyach. Third Pshat, he got pounced upon, and he became a Balmum. You guys are ready? Ach noyach. Says the Yalkut Ruveni. Is Gematria? Oig. You know, the Pusik forgot about Oig. You know, it says, Who got saved? Vaishar Ach noyach. Vaishar Itoi Ba Teva. Whoever was with him in the Teva. We know that Oig didn't fit. And we all know the mattress that says, Oig Hunga, and there's another mattress like he was taking a sun down on the deck. He was laying down on top, on top of the deck of, of the Teva. Some say the Teva had a board attached to it, like as a raft that he was on. Oig got saved as well. You heard of Oig? Oig Malachim He was a giant. Why is that Marum is an Ach Noyach? Ach Noyach is Gematria. Oig, what's Noyach have to do with Oig? Make it Gematria. Iteba Teva. Work out the numbers and put put Oig into a Rashi Teva somewhere. Where, what does that do with Noyach? It's like an Ag of the Gazach. Lachayra that Oig got saved. What's Takim Shadi got saved? Why did Oig get saved? The only one Zchus we know that Oig ever had, and it goes down in history, is that when Light was taken in the war, the four of the five kings, he went and he told Sarah, and even though it was Leila Shema, it was a Zchus, and Moshe was scared of the Zchus for hundreds of years later. Beautiful. That's the only Zchus we know of that Oig had. So why did Oig survive? What was the Zchus? Every other, you know what, you know what happened with the giants? The giants told Naif, we're not scared. If he's going to bring a flood down from the heavens, we're taller. Uh, our heads will be above it all. And if he's going to bring it from the Mayonis at the home, we'll stuff it up with our heels. And that's what they did. It says that they jumped from mountain to mountain. They went to all the Mayonis, all the springs that were coming up to the earth, and all the giants, I don't know how many giants there were, there were plenty of them, and all of them, one heel on one spring, you know, on this geyser and on another geyser, and they stuffed them. And it says that's why Hashem made the water boiling and melted off their skin, 
and the mail of the water kept on coming out. I just didn't mention So Vazep is oh, you got saved. Okay. Now the, the world famous question is we know, oh he was a tzaddik, but yeah, tzaddik, only but everybody is, why are we going Lignai? Since when do we look for a Gnai of a tzaddik? He clearly was a tzaddik. As good, better, worse. Mayrav Gemina, he was a tzaddik. You have to be Dorish at Lignai. Oh, only in his generation he was Gvaldik, but in Avram's generation he wouldn't be. Besides of that, we have a rule. We have to put him down for it. In his generation he was big. Let him be big. Last up, what do you have to go and compare? Why can he have to be big? You have to compare him against Moshe Rabbeinu or Moshechus. So what's this Indian to be Dorish? Him, Lignai. As a matter of fact, in this week's parasha, we find the Pelot exact that this is the Makar that we learn not to use words Shel Gnai. It doesn't say Behemoth Tzmeya, it says Asher Loi Tahira, this week's parasha. And here we're going to put down, you know, what's going on there, Lignai? Also, the Lashem, the Midrashma says, if he was in the Dara of Ram, Loyal Yachash of Klum. That would be nothing. Nothing he would be. All right, you know, he'd be better than Yishmael, I assume, you know. Nothing. The end of last week's parasha, which is the introduction of this week's parasha, is Noyach Matzah Chain. Ve'ein Hashem. Now we all think of Chain, such a beautiful Chain, Azach, Chain, yeah? Chain. Matzah Chain. Noyach Matzah Chain. Zog there's a whole bunch of Midrashim on these words, Noyach Matzah Chain, and all of them say it's pretty bad. Chain? Sheker Achain! Ve'hevel Ayoyvi! What? Okay, that means love. He found a love, grace. That's what chen is. Chen is grace, favor, finding favor, love. Chen. The, the word rachim uh, rabbanon. Rachim means to love. But anyway, so we, Hashem loved him. Zakul the Medrash. He didn't really have anything to love. It was like chen, you know, like you see a cute kid, you like him. He didn't do anything yet. <laughs> he, he, he didn't do anything right, he didn't do anything wrong. But there's like this chain. Zog the Medrash, Shekhar Achain. Is this a Myla? It's all fake. What is this chain? And the Medrash says he didn't really have schusim. But you know, the world had to go lighter, you know. Why was he chosen from everyone else? Chain. Shvachem Isis. What is this chain? So we see almost this, this, this chiluk in, in a bunch of different places. Even when Hashem told, told Noyak to go into the Teva, Hashem told him, I'm bringing a marble, I'm destroying everything. But you, but I'm saving you because I see you as a tzaddik. Oh, in this generation, you're tzaddik. You can't say tzaddik tomim. We see we, this, this up and down. Was Noah great? Was he awesome? Was he tremendous? And then here and there, are these points of like, Putting him down, putting him down, putting him down. What's going on? Um, if I could survive on the deck, why couldn't Noyach? Oh, it's not very convenient. He has to serve a kiddush from the deck. He has to feed all the animals. Was it just a practical thing? Or there was some Indian about Oig being saved on the deck? And Noyach, had to be saved indoors. 
It was just practical. There was no place to put him, and maybe the rains wouldn't drown him out. He had such a big nose and mouth. So, okay, he was on the deck. And Noyak had to be indoors. It's convenient. It's more comfortable. It wasn't comfortable in there. Okay? We say this is a masculine David, one of the most shrekkelical capitals. That's Noyak. It was a masculine David. Mom's a jail living in this place with thousands of animals. So, what's Pshat? Noyak had to live in the Teva. And Oig got to make it out in the nice, beautiful, fresh air, or not so fresh air, outdoors on the deck. Okay, so let's talk a little bit to uh, Drush. We said before, Vayishar Ach Noyach. Right? She says a whole bunch of Pshatim, Ach Noyach. I want to give another, another Drush, perhaps, to this Ach Noyach. Ach Noyach! Just Noyach! What else? Could it have been like you know? I would have thought something else. Ach noyach. The puzzle could have just said, "Vayishor noyach v'asheri teiva." What's the ach noyach? There's a whole discussion about noyach matzah kain that noyach is the same letters as kain. But if you go back to the naming of noyach, it says vayikra. It's in last week's parasha. It's right after Shvi, page 17 in the article. Puzzle kafdes vayikra es shemoy noyach noyach's father. And Rashi goes to town. What does Yenachamenu mean? Rashi says his name could have been Menachem. We have Menachem of, right? We say Mashiach's name is going to be Menachem. Menachem. So Rashi says that there's a problem over here. His name should have been Menachim. Why is it Noyach? So Rashi says they mean two different things. Noyach means to settle something. And that's what Rashi says. That Noyach settled the world because they used to work the land and it was very difficult. And Noyach created a plow. By the way, Rabbi Yehuda Chassid brought down the Pusha Rosh in, on Chumash. Rabbi Yehuda Chassid says until Noyach, all human beings, they didn't have fingers. Their hands were like this. And therefore they used their hands to plow the ground. Noyach, why did he create a plow? He was the first one to have split fingers. <laughs> he can't plow the ground slippery. You don't get anything, you don't get any earth in there. So he had to create something to plow the ground with. Noyach created a plow. So Rashi says that Zayin he is putting us to rest. From all this effort that we have at the land, instead of using hands, it was cursed, the land was cursed, now Noyach is going to save the day, he's bringing out the plows. Wonderful. But there was a Havamina that it could have said Menachim. So Grashi, if Yenachamenu means consoled, then his name would have been Menachim. Zokta Medrash Rabba. His name was Menachim. Sounds good. His name was Menachem. His name was Menachem. His name was Menachem. But the friends of Lemach convinced him, don't call him that. Because Menachem is showing that like he's going to reverse the world order and make tshuva He's going to improve the world, change everything around. Oh, it's not going to go out. They might kill him when he's a little infant, if you name him that. Keep it quiet. Call him Noyach as a sign that he's settling our, our, our efforts on the ground. So what's the difference between Noyach? I want to say, 
Vaishoyer, Ach, Loyach. He remained just Loyach. Loyach could have been Anach. He could have reversed everything. He could have changed everything. He could have consoled the entire anger that Hashem had on the world. He could have done it. He could have left up, lived up to his namesake and been Menachem. But Vayishoyer, Ach, Noyach. He settled the world. Okay? He came up with a plow. There's a survival plan. The world will go on. Vezehu. Vayishoyer, Ach, Noyach. The marble started seven days after Mesushalach's death. It was supposed to start on the 11th of Kashvin, but Hashem delayed it seven days so that perhaps people will take a Muslim. You know, during the Shiva on Mr. Shalach, they'll take a Muslim and do Tshuva, but they didn't. There's another Medrash that says it was supposed to be of a Zarach Hashemesh, Ubo Hashemesh, Ubo Hashemesh, Ubo Hashemesh. With the death of Mr. Shalach, there was a new bright shining sun coming over the horizon. It was supposed to be. No, yeah. He didn't become the Mesushalach. He didn't become the Chamech. When Noach was born, it says, Vayoyled, Bain. Zograshi, what Bain? Shemimenu, Boyna, Zoylam. He built the world. There was another person in his generation whose name was Chanoich. It's a very big difference between Chanoich and Bain. The Shalom of all that is a savior, Zria Ubinyan Bechinoch. We'll talk a drop about it. Um, what was this chin? So we're saying now he wasn't, he wasn't that, you know. But Matzachin. Zach the Medrash. You know what the Matzachin was? Interesting scenario. Medrash Rabbi, the end of last week's passage. Rabbiachin and Omar. Marshal Echad, Shoyim Ahalak Vederach. The guy's walking on the road and he's alone. He's scared. There's no one there. Vero Echad. He sees a, a landsman. He sees somebody else on the road. The Dibkai. So they get attached together and they become Gvaldic friends. Ad Heichon. Till they develop a love. And the Medrash goes on a few more pshatim. Even more than just love, he lets him marry his daughter, he supports him. Zog the Medrash, the chain was like when you go into a strange room, you go to a simcha where you don't know a soul, but you know, except for the Baal Simcha, and you're like, you're dying to find somebody, you have Epis, some, somebody to talk to, to stand next to Epis, you know? I had this once, I remember I was in camp, a place called Camp Chaveru. Out in Pennsylvania, it was like a Kiev camp, all Baltimore guys. Everyone there was from Baltimore. I mean, a few guys from Yeshiva. And I had a concussion there. I told you about this concussion. Playing football, I had a concussion. I forgot everyone's name. My short term memory disappeared. I forgot my boss, the camp director, the head counselors, all my Talmudian that I was teaching. I forgot everything. There was one guy whose, whose name I remembered from the entire camp. It's a Pella. His name was Michael Alterman. He wrote, he was one of the first Torah internet guys. He wrote Torah from Dixie, from Atlanta. But anyway, this guy was like, oh! I remember when he walked into the room and he first introduced himself to me, you know. I don't know what happened. It like clicked and said, he found one guy to attach himself to, like the guy who was already in the camp. He was there for a few years. Oh, Baruch Hashem, you see you're ready to are. Says the Medrash, those friendships are not real. I didn't speak to the guy in the past 25 years. They're not real. They're magnified. You find one little mile because you're looking for milers. You're looking for something positive. 
And it's magnified. Someone just told me a shidduch that came up. A family was in a Pesach hotel. It was uh, uh, Sharon Rosenberg. She read a shidduch. She was by the, the what's it called, the Wallerstein Pesach event. And there was a boy and a girl there. She thought it would be great together. They read the, she read the shidduch. The boy called up his Rosh Hashiva, whatever it is, I don't know what it was. And Rosh Hashiva says, don't date when you're out there in a different sviva. And I read the shidduch. And if it's good, you'll date at home. Because when you're in a different environment and everything's off and it's, it's not real, you find a few similarities with the person and you go crazy about it. Oh, I found some company. I found somebody to be with. That was the chain of Noach. I would like to say that that's the nakuda of his name, right? Chain, Noach. Ach, Noach, because that's what he remained. Let me, t- let me tell you what I'm getting at. He speaks about Ashkach Pratis. I learned it recently with Rami. Gemara Masech says that there was a plague. There was a plague. Everybody's dying. Sorry, not Meshavuzi Derav. There was a plague. And Meshavuzi Derav, in his neighborhood, there was no plague. No one died. So everybody thought it was Rav's Chus. Suddenly a dream comes to all these people that thought it was Rav's Chus. He says it wasn't his Chus. Rav has too much Chus it was in the schools of some lady who she would fire up her oven with her own coals and wood, and then she let all the neighbors use her oven. Rashi says, Mida connected me. She, she extended herself to the neighborhood. The whole neighborhood was misbarich from her, and they got saved from the plague. Gemara brings down another similar story. Also, Fredo Kainzinevsky, too much schus? What is that supposed to mean? Too much schus. Rabbi Yitzchak Maltzan in the Sidra Groa answers of Tala. He says, as I. He says, a tzaddik, you don't have to save a neighborhood. A tzaddik lives with such hashkacha protest, everyone could be dropping like flies around him and he'll be left standing. He went into this place where they all had askara, they're all dying and everything, and he walked in and now the Malachimah was going to touch him. A real tzaddik doesn't get affected by his surroundings. Zagreb Yitzchak Malzan, the Talmud of the Grab, if it was Rav Zchus, Everybody could have died around him and just Rav would live. He has perfect precision, laser-pointed Ashkacha Pratis. Why did the neighborhood have to be saved? Oh, the schus that was working over here was somebody smaller. So we needed that the mashkas shouldn't go out to the whole neighborhood. That would be the only way to save this woman. This woman, in order to be saved, the whole neighborhood had to be saved. Because she alone wouldn't stand out from the crowd. Noyak gets beaten by an Hari. And this also makes, the, the Medrash makes mention of Oik was on the deck, or floating on some raft or whatever. And it says that Noyak would open up the window and feed him. I'm assuming he was on time for Oik's feeding. <laughs> I don't know what he fed Oik. <laughs> but it would be pretty bad if Oik, you know, took a swipe, right? I would like to say as there's a targum brought down on the Yalkut Ruveni that says, why was Oig Nitzel? He didn't have Schusen. He was Nitzel to teach a lesson to people. He was Nitzel so that people after the Mabel should see these huge giants is here and he had family, there were other people like him and Hashem wiped them all off. You get to see the Gvura of Hashem, the mightiness of Hashem. I would like to say, along the same lines, Hitake didn't have a Schus. You know, you know why he was saved? To teach Noyakas. There's two types of greatness. 
of being a giver. And I'd like to say that's pshat in the two types of water. Listen to this. We said one gevura of the water was that the, the teva started being hoylech al The second gevura was that it went up on the mountains. There's a medrash that says, what does it mean that vatelach teva al Rashi says that the teva was 11 amas in the water and 19 amas above. 30. 11, 19. That's what Rashi says. But there's a medrash that says, vatelach al penei hamayim. Like a person who's standing on two big, huge pieces of plywood, and he's standing on the water. And he's gliding, walking on the water. The Medrash says, means that the Teva was on the water. Okay? So I would like to say that. There's a lesson to be learned from the water's gvura. And this was all a message for Nayak and for us as well. One type of guru of the water is that water is normally thin. Solids go through it. The first Vayigbaru that the Teva was Vatelach al Mayim. The water got thick and solid. It stood its ground in front of its big boat adversary. So that the boat was standing on top of it. Vatelach al That's one type of guru. The other type of gvura says, Ma'id, ma'id! Gvura means to go against your nature. The nature of Mayim, the one thing that we say, it's We all understand that the water of the world rose and rose and rose until it covered the mountains. Perhaps we could say, like the Lashon and Pasuk is, Milamalo. It seems, perhaps we could say, that the water didn't just rise from bottom up, you know? Constantly more water feeding on the bottom, and the level rises till it's higher than the mountains. Why is that a gvura? That's a riboy. I would like to suggest that perhaps the water went against its nature. You didn't have all of the water of the world was suddenly higher than Mount Everest. I mean, you don't think you have that much water in the world, even if you bring all the tightness and everything. The, the ocean's already full. <laughs> you got to get 25,000 feet above sea level. For the entire world to be filled with water, 25,000, where's all the water coming from? I would like to suggest that the water rose 15 feet above 15 amas, and it went up the mountain. That was the second gavura of the Mayim. Mayim goes down, and this Mayim went against its teva of always finding the lowest place, and the Mayim went up the mountains, covering every single mountain with 15 amas. That's what I'd like to suggest. There's a Gemara that's Mashman. There's this whole Gemara that asks, does Mayim have different levels? It all levels itself out, but it, it can be addressed at a different time. I'd like to say that this is a very important lesson to us. What was the Tain on Noyach? And how do we say Darshan Lignai? Mufarshan said, He Darshan Gnai Bifnei Why didn't Noyach dab in first generation? We blame him. May Noyach. Because Nayak was Miketane Yamona in himself. Rabbi Tam writes that in order for a person to have an appreciation of the greatness of Hashem, he has to appreciate the greatness of man first. And not of other men, but of himself. He says, You come to Akara of the Ebishter. He was Miketane Yamona because when Hashem said, He took that as a, as a, as a put down. Rashi says, 
But he dares in it as a Gilai on his own. Oh, I'm only being saved because Bedar Hazeh, I'm a tzaddik. That's all I am. That's the smaller type of Gvura. That type of Gvura is that with all the world doing terrible things around you, you're standing ground. That was the first level of the Gvura Samayim. That he stood his ground. You know why? Not because he was so awesome and gewaldic, but because he was the one and only person in the world that was different. That was the chain. That was the noyach. That's also the Lush and noyach that he settled. He was set in his ways. Then there's another type of gvura, which is taka overpowering things, going above and beyond. Kumba said, like it says, that Hashem guided noyach and connected Avram Avinu. Noyach remained just noyach, where he was able to stand his ground against everything around him, but he never went the extra step. He didn't believe in himself to be so great. He said, why should I daven? Me, daven for the dar, verbenich. I'm only being saved because <laughs> clapping everybody else. I'm a little better. Hashem had to save the world from somebody. So Noyach looked at himself more. We're able to darshan him lignai too. If a person says, you know, ich bin garn, it's okay, so we can darshan him lignai. The gnai is not that he's bad. The gnai was that lot. If he was in the dar of Ram, he'd be nothing. You know why? Because his whole milo was, he stood his ground. If you stand your ground when everyone's doing good, you're nobody. <laughs> if everyone around you is doing good, go with the flow. Be good as well. That's why he'd be clum in the Dari Shalav Ram. Wait, over time. I want to say that this is the Indian, B'nai Noyach. All of Teva now is from Noyach. So if you go back to the beginning of mankind, it was a new beginning. If you go back to the beginning of Shulchan Aruch, the beginning of Shulchan Aruch talks about two halachas. Yisgaber Ka'ari, as I state, the Ari taught Noyach a lesson about Gvura, and there was another Gvura also, was lying on the deck. But there's greatness that lies within this, two types of Gvura. One type of Gvura is, like Mashkiach once said, I guess about a certain yeshiva, Mashkiach said, do they mach Kalia the boys? Do they ruin the boys? Or a boy could make it out there and Erlachiyat. If he can make it out and Erlachiyat, it's Shaina Nes. It's my name. It's a good yeshiva. As Mashkiach said, don't put it down. If you could stand your ground in the Dor Hamabo that we're in right now, unbelievable. That's a tremendous Gvura B'Fnei Just to remain Pashat and Elohim. Lie low! But stay, stay in your place. But then there's a second Mila that he didn't go up to, which was Menachem. To go against his own nature. To go beyond his own limited view of himself. To be a Gibar way beyond us. Two Alakas and Shokanar. Yisgabakari. And the second one is in the Ramah. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed of people. The second halacha in the Shulchan Aruch is when you wake up to Davin by the Mishmarois, and the Mavar today is talking about Tikkun Chatzois, which the Seals of Shem says, who says Tikkun Chatzois? Everyone's going to say, me, Tikkun Chatzois? I'm holding my Davin for the Churban? Who, who am I? And Zach and the Seals of Shem say, don't say who am I. Bishvili never You can never imagine your own greatness. You know what's holding you back? Ketane Yamana. You don't believe in yourself. You think of yourself as well. The only thing I could learn is this. The only thing I could do is that. The only tzedakah, the only chesed, the only kavon and davening, the only... You name it. We are limited by our own view of ourselves. It's shayna mayla. It's shayna gavadag gavura. That's already noyach matzachem. It could be holding us back. There's so much more. There's a gavura that we could all could do and it's just limited. And if you want to take a cue, we'll end with this. If somebody does compliment you, we hope they know that Allah can make such a the fun of. Mm-hmm. 
Take that as a listen. Wow, maybe I'm even greater than that. Let me work on that. Somebody compliments you on a mazunder in you. Take that as a compliment and say, Oh, maybe there's a lot more room to grow in if I have that in me. Those are the two in the other of Gvura. Shkayach. Shkayach.